Good morning. Good morning, lovelies. How we doing? What's happening? Back with another episode of Cross Circle. Back up in the chat. How you doing? What's happening? Yes, we are back up. Indeed. How's everyone's day been going? How's everyone's week going? Hope you're all having a nice time. We're about to talk, of course, about video games. Backup says he's doing good. That's 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 great to hear, sir. That is great. Great to hear. Uh, let me know what games you've been playing. You know what I'm saying? What's been popping off on the PlayStation dashboard for you, good sir? Let me know. Is this public? Yeah, this is public. Kevin Mack in the chat. How you doing, my man? How you doing, bro? What's good? What's good? What's popping? Um... So I did try to do this stream on a YouTube live event so that way you guys are notified of it in your sub boxes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that clearly did not go to plan. And I don't think it's my fault. <laughs> I don't think it's my fault. But could very well be my fault. I don't even know. But how's everyone doing? What's happening? I missed y'all. You know what I'm saying? I've been on vacation. I've been out and about. Um, but uh, I miss y'all. You know what I'm saying? So let me know what games you've been playing. Recently, well, as of two days ago, I finished my entire Borderlands playthrough. Now, what that would have now what that consists of is Borderlands One Remaster, Borderlands Two, Borderlands the Pre Sequel, Tales from the Borderlands by Telltale. And the Borderlands 2 DLC uh, that leads straight into Borderlands 3. So I have completed all of those. It took me about a month and a half. Um, but I love Borderlands. It, it was it was really, really great. But And and I need to uh, address something once Christian gets back in the call here. About um, how much I enjoy Tales from the Borderlands. Which he, he says that's his favorite Borderlands content that he's ever played. And now... I kind of see why. Like, I'm going to have to agree. You know what I'm saying? But what have you been playing? What else have you been playing, chat? Oh. Hello. Is that is that the boy? Are is, you talking about me or somebody in chat? Talking about you. Oh, hey. What, what's popping? How you doing? So I was, I was just telling the stream that I beat my full Borderlands playthrough. Really? You beat pre-sequel? I beat one, two, pre-sequel, Tales from the Borderlands, and the Borderlands 2 DLC leading up to Borderlands 3. Nice. I did all that. Um, How would you rank them, quick? Ooh, rank them. Okay. Um, see, it gets iffy because Tales is such a different experience. It's the best one, though. Shut up. <laughs> it is. Listen, I did I did tell Chad that I had to say something to you, right? And yeah. um, I will say definitively, obviously, Tales had the best story. Like, I truly love Tales of the Borderlands. Like, God. Give me writing also. It has the best writing. Oh, absolutely. Like, I just thought, like, man, Loatherbot the best whole humor, time. Best story. Like, ugh. Ugh. Mm. The Claptrap execute DLC? No. Um the DLC I was talking about was uh um uh the Fight for Sanctuary. Lilith's Fight for Sanctuary or whatever it was called. 
where um we well I guess spoiler well no nah, no nah, I won't spoil anything there man but it leads gracefully into Borderlands three so but I do I am debating on picking up um uh what's it called uh Stranger Things three for the old Switch however I... the reviews are like kind of it. Eh? You know what I'm saying? I heard it was very similar to that mobile game for the first game. It just redone to be the third season. Mm. Like, I mean, you know, not that it's necessarily a bad thing, but I still yeah. might, I still might pick it up. Oh, back up. You're not safe for the podcast. All right, then. Okay. Have a nice Speaking day. Speaking of mobile games, though. Oh, Dr. Mario World addicted. Yeah, I heard on the games cast. They were, they were discussing that. I've, I, I've never heard or seen of uh, Dr. Mario. It's basically a match three. Um, it's existed on oh, wait. pretty much every is it, console. So it's like Bejeweled low-key? Kind of, yeah. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Uh, but I think it's a very fun app. Yeah, I'm probably going to keep this one longer than I kept any of the other Nintendo mobile games. Right. Um, not counting Pokemon Go, but I like it a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. Hmm. Interesting. So, interesting. But got three stars on every world up until world 40 right now dang okay man okay so uh having a blast with it like a lot yeah right now i'm a bit empty as to where i should go from this point in terms of mm -hmm. games i kind of want to play order and uh the horizon dlc nice but then <clears throat> but then there's the daunting task of starting the arkham series correct there is that that we've discussed. So, uh, would you like to kick things off? Like roll the intro? Yeah, are you done with banter? Are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Because I have a couple things I want to mention about what you just brought up. So. Mm, interesting. All right. Overall thoughts on the Borderlands community? It's beautiful. All right, let's go. You ready? With the roll this intro. Let's yeah. get it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of Cross Circle, the official podcast for PlayStation Source. I am your host, Christian Buckley. Joining me is Kevin Diaz. We're back together after a two-week break, right? One week. One week. Well, because well, well, Game Speak Podcast was last week. Yes, shout out to that. Good job. Yeah. You did a good job hosting. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Shout was, out to them. I was like, huh? But yeah, no, they were, yeah, they, I've been friends with them for a while. Really, really cool dudes. Check them out. That was episode number 44 of Crosswalk. Make sure to check out that on the channel. Very good stuff. Definitely enjoyed it. Fun time. Yeah, so uh, you took a bit of a break. You went on a nice vacation, right? I did. I did. Mm -hmm. It was very... No gaming in that time? Very nice. The no. Switch? I was going to be my Switch, and then I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have time for this, honestly. Yeah. I was like, you know, like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know, you know? Like, we had like eight people with us, so it's like, huh? I don't know when I'm going to be able to just, like, go away and play, you know, something. But right, yeah. I was like, yeah, let me just, you know, not. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. But did you have a good hiatus from the Cross Circle podcast? I know you were off of 44, obviously. and uh, Yeah, I had to uh, dog sit last weekend. Mm. I thought I was going to have some game time in, but one of the dogs is a puppy, so did not oh, <laughs> have puppy. any time. Beautiful. Um, 
Yeah. And then throughout the week, been chipping away still at the story mode in Mario Maker 2, having a good time with that. Right, right. Free show. I mentioned uh, Dr. Mario World on me mobile device. You did. Enjoying that also. You did. Um, but what I... I started a game in March. Okay. And uh, I've been playing a little bit of it that I want to discuss as we progress further into this okay. uh, discussion. Because today I want to do something a little different. Uh, you know, past few episodes have been not all over the place, but we've had, like, very broad-reaching topics. Right. We've had discussions, we've had lists, we've had things of that nature. And while today we will be listing some games like we have done in the past on this year program, I want to get super specific Mm. because next gen is right around the corner. We are not far away from probably seeing the PlayStation 5 for the sake of discussion, let's just call it the PS5. Don't know what their official name is yet, but uh the the goal from sony and playstation is playstation 5 by holiday 2020 yeah so odds are in the next six to eight months we're seeing this thing indeed very Um, very much indeed and what pairs well i would say with uh reveals of consoles is reveals of games for said consoles Mm. and uh sony has done some work especially in the later years of the ps4 gen to really procure a great library of awesome story-based games, really solid single-player experiences. While there may be some overlap, uh, which is undeniable in the type of game they present to us, they're usually all quality. So it's been a while since we've gotten some of these games, so I think some of them are due for sequels. And uh, today we're just going to be talking about the games that we hope are ready for day one PS5 launch. If not day one, maybe within the first like two months launch window area. What would you constitute as launch window? Like cause... launch window at most. Um, say it launches in November. Right. I would say February. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of the same so ballpark. Like three too. to four months is the max okay, for launch yeah. window in my yeah. eyes. I would even constitute maybe. Honestly, I think like I mean I would even constitute like launch window as like. Before the next E3. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. So, like, you know, th- that might translate to, like, maybe, like, a six-month window, five-month window. But around that time, I guess. But, you know, I know some people, like, consider launch window, like, only, like, a month. And I'm like, eh, like, dude, I don't have launch windows, like, only a month, you know, but yeah. I feel that. I agree. I think, I think launch window is, like, a very broad term that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah. But personally, like once you hit like upwards of five, I'm like, that's kind of pushing it. So let's say between November 1st, let's for again, for discussion, PS5 comes out November 1st. What games do you want to see day one? Officially, you guys ready to hear first. You guys ready to hear first. November 1st, PS5 release So we're each going to throw out a few, have a discussion about the likelihood and what we'd want to see from these games. But I think there's one that I think is a dead set game for launch. Really? And I think we can agree on this. Have we talked about this before? No, right? We have, have. We have. Okay. We've done a full episode about this game that has not been announced yet. Wait, what I we... think day one of the PlayStation 5. Okay. 100%. Okay. I would probably bet on this. 
we get the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that is such a clear launch title because well, yeah, 2017 yeah. is when the game came out, right? Indeed, indeed. They got that Decima engine, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Kojima Productions is showing the Decima engine can still flex in right. 2019. <laughs> um, it's still, I would say that what we've seen in-game for Death Stranding, some of the stuff, like character-wise, looks better than Horizon did. For character models, you yes, know, so yes, yes, they've made progress with that engine. Yeah, and since 2017 February, that's when Horizon came out, and uh, you know, Gorilla was going back and forth on some projects between Shadowfall and Horizon. Right, but Shadowfall was launched PS4, mm-hmm. and then that was a difference of what three years? Uh, four years? 2013 was Shadowfall PS4 launch, so um, so about three and a half years. About three and a half years, yeah, yeah, because. 2017 february 20th was horizon i think february 20th yeah so so i think the timeline is likely enough where you would have had about three years to make that jump to a sequel right uh i think a lot of the core mechanics of horizon are solid and we did like i said we did a full episode on what we want out of horizon 2 right and for me personally, a lot of it just comes down to improving traversal mm-hmm. and making new designs for monsters and stuff like that, maybe some new areas. But I think it's very realistic to think that within three years, Ready for Day One is the biggest new IP that Sony's had in about a decade. Yeah. And I think also to like, you know, kind of add some more to that notion of it being a launch title, um, is that like, I think Guerrilla Games, I, I, I don't know if they've said this publicly, but. I feel like they might have a similar notion to, like, what Santa Monica said about their God of War sequel. We're like, yeah, you know, it took six, five years to make God of War 2018, but we want to pump out the sequel in, like, two, three years because we know, like, we, like, have a nice foundation of, like, what this game series will be. You know what I'm saying? Like, as like, and that's in terms of, like, a technical standpoint, not so much, like, writing or scripting or whatever, but, like, in terms of, like, the actual game as a whole, like, the actual game engine, you know what I'm saying? is, like, created at that point. So now it's just a matter of just, like, iterating on it, you know? And yes. I suppose just building it from the ground up, as opposed to Horizon, which clearly was a ground up, their first open-world game they, they've ever done, their first third-person game that they've ever done, as far as I'm aware, uh, you know, the first game of that type. Now that they've made that type of game, they can do the sequel to that easier because they've already built that foundation for the Horizon potential series, you know what I'm saying? So, Correct. yeah. And I think establishing this also i think especially with what they've shown about next gen so far i think the graphical leap and we saw this with the ps3 to ps4 it's getting less and less like yeah. impressive mm-hmm. so i think the selling point and what they've been using as a selling point so far is loading times speed processing power and just efficiency right as a piece of hardware so i think horizon is probably top three best looking games on the ps4 oh 100% 100% so i think if you just really want to like crank up that 4k hdr stuff and like i don't think you need to redesign a lot of the things you have in place for horizon like aloy looks realistic enough all the models like they could use some like face tuning you know to make them a little more expressive but i think the foundation like you said with god of war the foundation is there where if it comes out, if it's like locked 60 frames, no load screens, stuff like that, I think that's still enough of a feeling of next gen 
where the foundation they have with Horizon is good enough. Because, like, we've seen in the past, too, like, the PS4 launch, the stuff that came out at launch wasn't super impressive. I'm trying to know? think, like, there was Shadowfall, I know Resogun, it was, uh, which I loved Resogun. Middle Earth, also. Middle Earth came out this gen and last gen on release, and that was, like, game of the year for a lot of people. Hmm. But it was, like, something we've seen before. So, right. like, I feel like launch games usually do get a bit of a pass, too, for feeling, yeah. like, a bit cross-gen-y. But, yeah, I think Horizon is a safe bet. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I see that. I see that. Um, I'm trying to think. Also, like, do we have open world game for launch? No, we didn't. Her Infamous Second Son was supposed to be a launch, but got, got pushed. Yeah, it got pushed like a few months out to March. I think it was or May or whatever. No, I think it was March. So, hmm. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think? Do you think Horizon is a realistic bet? I think it's realistic, but I could also see it just not coming out like launch day one. You know, and I could. I could totally see them pushing it, but at the same time, like, I don't really see that. I think it will hit a day one on PS5, and I think, like, that'd be a good, uh, you know, kind of title to put up there, even though, you know, they have only have one game in the Horizon series, if we're even calling it a series, because it's literally only, literally only one game. But Horizon Zero Dawn did so well, critically mm -hmm. and commercially as well. Yeah. That I feel like this is a good way to kind of push that even more and have it as like the marquee, or at least one of the marquee titles for like the launch of the, the new gen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, I think, yeah. I was going to say, I think also technically with what we saw as a like showpiece for what the PS4 can do, I think those environments, those landscapes, um, and those colors would just be a great way to show off the power of the PS5. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think Horizon's a very good choice. Like Horizon Two, I feel like just from everything we know about Horizon so far, all the experiences we've walked away with that game, and the things we want to see out of it, I feel like that would really just deliver so well and so like hit so hard being there day one. Mm -hmm. Horizon but, One um, done. Yeah, so we go from zero to one or zero to two. <laughs> Horizon Two done. Horizon midday. <laughs> Horizon. Horizon dusk. Horizon twilight. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's a good name. Wait, honestly, Horizon twilight sounds pretty dope. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm, you love to see it. Well, you you know, hit 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 my line yesterday while I was at work. You know what I'm saying? You were like, hey, what games would you like to see for a PS5 watch, right? And um, I was thinking. A lot about oh Horizon New Dawn. It's a good one, Kevin. I like that. Anyway, uh, and I was recalling the PS4 launch, right? Very excited for PS4. You know, got a day one, right? And um, I was attracted to a game called Resogun by Housemark. You know, I'm sure you've played it. I have it on my Vita as well. I play it more on my Vita these days, my PS4. But I'll just pop in and out whenever. Very, very fun. Arcade type shooter, whatever. Um, so I was thinking, like, all right, that game re re represented, like, just a fun game, right? And I feel like one of the most, like, fun games I've played in the PS4 was Ratchet & Clank, right? And so I think that's what I would really want for PS5, you know? And I don't know how logistically this would work. If Insomniac were to come out with a Ratchet and Clank for PS5 launch, you know, mm -hmm. like 
I don't know how their studio is set up. I don't know if they have like a two team thing going on where like maybe while you know maybe while they were wrapping up Spider Man, they started Ratchet and Clank for PS Five, and they have that going in the background with Spider Man Two obviously being made. That's that's been confirmed. Like they have scripts going for for uh, the um, Spider Man Two sequel. You know, so because yeah. like I definitely don't see Spider Man Two being a launch PS Five, even though that would be dope. I don't see it. I see maybe like year one. Year one, year one and a half for like Spider-Man, I think, you know? Yeah, so when we did our discussions about Spider-Man, I thought it would be super easy for them to make a sequel with the same Manhattan. Yeah. Because, like, it's Manhattan, you know? You right. Could, like, you could easily, like, flesh out Manhattan more to make mm-hmm. it even more one-to-one. But I personally would have been okay if it was the same Manhattan, new story, new things to do. Right. Uh, like we saw with the DLC. The further we get away from Spider-Man and the less we're hearing about a Spider-Man 2 makes me think that they're going to do something, not to reinvent it, but like a big step up for the sequel. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm doubting it's ready for launch. I think for some, like my gut is telling me it's like the big year two game. To yeah. like really push those people that like, um, are like on the edge or like still on ps4 yeah. right They're yeah because like, hey, i like, think year two it. for a console is like super super important um where like i thought the switch had like a kind of okay second year but clearly it's still selling very well because right. of the nature of the console but like the xbox one had an all right first year because it had cod with it with like the bonuses and stuff but mm-hmm. year two was like pretty dry for that system um I, I, like they had Halo in year two, it was still even not that great for them. No, hey. sorry, that was year three. But uh, wait, yeah, I think year two is super important. I didn't know Halo came out in the year three of Xbox One. Wow. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it was 2015. I thought it was, it was a year one. Wow, I'm an idiot. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Well, technically, it's within year two, but it is the third calendar year of it being out. Right. Oh, okay. I see. Halo I see. came out in 2015. It launched in 2013. Right um well then i guess like i guess so it would be year two of the console's life then yeah you're right yeah i, I don't know I, I i totally forgot but i guess the main so, question like how le, like do you see a ratchet and clank coming out for launch on ps5 like can you see a future where that happens i can because insomniac has multiple teams i don't know how many teams right but i do know that they have the um uh, yeah, video games do use fiscal year. Yeah, that is true. That's confusing it in my head. Um, so, I think so. Insomniac has the Spider-Man team. Let's just call him that. Okay. And then I know they have a pretty deep, or like a pretty cool game being worked on for Oculus. I forget what the name of it is, mm. but there's a VR title being worked on at Insomniac. I don't know how large that team is. Right. But they're not like foreign to having multiple teams going at once. Yeah. And the scope of Ratchet and Clank, that remake of the original, I think was focused enough where it was a remake of the original that they could do either a follow up to that or remake the second Ratchet and Clank game in the same style or just make a completely new adventure with those characters. Right. I think it's very likely that they might want to cool off from Spider-Man 2, but like we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They may have orders to be like, 
all hands on deck for Spider-Man 2 right now. Yeah. But if that's not the case, and if they do have enough staff, I think Ratchet 2, or the next Ratchet, feels like a good bet. Because cause also, what, Ratchet and Click was 2015, right? So it's it's already been four years, to be was fair. It 2015 or 2016? Uh, it could have been 2016. I forgot. Here, let me... I, 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 2015 is in my head, but let me see. So, because 2015 March, again, year two of the PS5. Sorry, PS4. It was 2016. Uh, it was April right, 12th. Because I remember. My bad. You say February? It was April. April April, April 16th, okay. 2016. Yeah, because I think that was the big game for then. Because the bigger game for year two of that time was Bloodborne. And again, talking about like having a big game for year two of the console, that's. That was it. Well, I know, yeah. Like I know we're still on Ratchet and Clank, but like just to mention Bloodborne, like Bloodborne Two has been brought up in the chat. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't know. See, I, I don't, I, I don't. Uh, like, I don't. but I don't think launch. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I don't see launch, but I just see them like leaning more towards like a Sekiro sequel than a Bloodborne sequel. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, though, because From Software has a history of just doing one-off games. They do? Um, yeah, cause, so they did Demon Souls, which is a PS3 exclusive, right. kind of tanked. Uh, that The uh, the ideas there eventually turned into their, the Dark Souls series. Um, oh, okay, I see. And then they did Bloodborne, which, again, was another PlayStation exclusive. Mm. Did super well. Um, a lot of people's favorite in their library. And then... They did Dark Souls 3 after that, and then Sekiro, now Great Rune with uh, George R.R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. So they bounce off projects a lot, so I could see them, if not Bloodborne 2, doing another Sony exclusive. Like another just standalone like game. Yeah. Yeah, okay, gotcha. gotcha. I could see something like that. Right. I see. But uh, as far as Ratchet & Clank goes, I think that's a good decision, because you do want to have a game like that available early on, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I mean, we talked when I was playing through it last summer. Um... And it was, and I played that right after Last of Us. I played Last of Us, you know, obviously heavy fucking game, you know, very serious, whatever. So I just wanted like a, a nice like chill out game that was still fun. And Ratchet and Clank was, it was that. It was such a just relaxing, just, just it, just it, natively just fun game, you know. So yeah, I would love Ratchet to see that. Ratchet and Clank is yeah. very good. Yeah, and um, it's it's kind of the last survivor of those PS2 mascots, like. It was Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, and Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Uh, Sucker Punch, who did Sly, and Naughty Dog, who did Jack and Daxter, obviously have gone on to do different things. Yeah. But um, it's cool that Insomniac keeps up with their PS2 mascot. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not still doing Spyro. Right. They moved on from their PS1, but the PS2, and I think Ratchet had a great PS3 run, Um, I would love to see him come back again on PS5. Mm-hmm. Mm, absolutely. The, um, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, sir. My bad. Go ahead. I was gonna move on. I was gonna toss toss it on to you to move on. Okay. We suck at segues here. <laughs> um, so I mentioned at the beginning of the show, there's a game I've been playing through right now. Mm, you did. Started in March. Uh, didn't have a ton of time to put into it because school. I've been playing it probably almost every day for the last week because I want to platinum it. Platinum the first one in the fall. Batman Arkham City mm. is a 10 out of 10. Mm. It's so good. God, how damn good this game is. 
Um, I always used to say Asylum was my favorite out of the three. But I played Asylum last fall, platinumed it. There was a day, probably like three days ago. Okay. Uh, I was playing through City. I was probably like a third of the way done. And I was like, man, this is just, this is a 10. This is just clearly the best one out of these three. Right. I don't know what I was thinking with Asylum. Like, Asylum is still really good. But City is just perfect. Like, Arkham City is a perfect video game. Wow. The reason I'm saying this is because wow. uh, Arkham Knight. Right came out in 2015 indeed uh had a blast with it i love arkham knight i like it a lot more than i feel like most people do uh but since 2016 with arkham vr rocksteady has been pretty silent very silent you know? very silent. yeah there's been rumors there's been tons of rumors tons of speculation a lot of things uh, it's and it's interesting how like, there's so many rumors of what like there have been like what four or five different things but, like it's 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 very weird, you know what I'm saying? I will put money on saying it's definitely a DC property. Oh, absolutely. Just, just which one? Like, exactly. Even, like, there's so many. Like, so it's so odd. If you asked me, probably 2016, so a year out of Arkham Knight. Okay. Do you want to see another Rock City Batman? I would have been like, no, please, no, no, <laughs> please just do something else. <laughs> But playing Arkham City after this gap of, like, what, four years at this point, I'm so ready for another Batman game. Like, I know Batman can get, like, tired of, like, oh, another Batman thing. There's, like, six Joker movies they're working on. There's a Batman reboot. There's so much Batman in pop culture. Uh, But these games are so good (laughs) that uh, I think whatever they're working on at this point, I hope they're saving it for PS5, and I think they're saving it for next gen. I don't think they want to put themselves in a scenario like the Square Enix Avengers game, where Avengers, I th- I still think looks good. I'm excited for Avengers, but it's coming out a couple months before next gen, so there's gonna be some sort of hiccups there, you know, with like yeah. cross saves or yeah, the PS5 version of the game. Do you think you'll progress. you'll you'll wait to play that for PS5, even though I don't like, know, even though like all all the PS4 games will be, you know, cross combat and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I really don't know. Like, hmm. maybe I get it day one for the story if the performance is fine, and then yeah. I just wait to do the online stuff for PS5. Until PS5, right? Okay, I see. I see. Maybe I'm not yeah. sure yet. I see. But uh, at this point, I really hope Rocksteady's not just like waiting on July 2020 to pop out a new game. It's like, come on, just wait a little longer. Um, so as far as like guessing what the game is. Like I said, would love a new Batman. Um, if they want to keep it in this canon, maybe do like 20 years after the end of Arkham Knight, do Batman Beyond, like kind of a cyberpunky, more tech-based superhero version of Batman because Batman Beyond is really cool. Very Gothic interesting. Punk. Um, I think they could do a really cool version of that game or that property in this series. But if it's not that... I think it would be very interesting, again, going off of rumors, if close to launch for PS5, Rocksteady has a Justice League game that is everything that the Avengers game is talking about wanting to be, but it just, like, blows it out of the water. Oh, interesting. 
Because I think waiting huh. for PS5 it might be a benefit if they're doing a similar sort of game, which the rumors seem to imply. And Are, if you're not familiar, yeah, Jason I'm not familiar with like, the yeah. Jason Schreier's like backed up the rumors that like, hey, yeah, there is a multiplayer component. Um, like open environments, there's a lot of variety in character customization stuff like that. But it's like it, nobody can pin down like what the property is. It's either like Suicide Squad or Justice League or DC Villains. Right. We just know okay. it's not Superman. So interesting, interesting man. What if? Wow. Can you imagine if they put out like okay? Let's say like hypothetically here, like Avengers like flops. You know, just like shit. Right. I think it's gonna sell well, but like yeah, receptively, I think it's gonna be like either oh, way. You know? No, I hundred percent agree. Like I don't see a future where Avengers doesn't do well commercially but like critically i think it easily be like a flop and just just shit the bed you know maybe but what if they damn they have a justice league game that like does it better than what the avengers is trying to do at least that'd be quite interesting when i when we talked about avengers and we talked about multiplayer mmo avengers right i was like take the gear system and the loot progression of the Injustice series, uh-huh. where you get to customize your hero to make them look the way you want to. Take that, apply it into a Destiny game loop, uh, third person, and then that'd be amazing for me. Right. But Rocksteady has real good combat in Batman, like especially in Arkham City. The combat in Arkham City, it's a lot of people say it's just mashing square and like timing things at the right time for parrying, but it like. The way the combo system works, uh, the variety of enemies, and the tool set you can like gain over time as Batman is just—it feels so good. So if they can manage to make like six heroes, the Justice League, feel that good, right, and have a cool story because a lot of the Arkham games have great stories, and have a kick-ass online component, I think it would be just like Chef Kiss, like amazing. I don't know what to play next. <laughs> like, do I jump into Arkham, dude? Do I just do it? I Arkham is one of the best game trilogies I've ever played. My... I really want to play Origins. I think I might do Origins after I finish City. Oh, you haven't played Origins? No, because the thing is, oh. Origins came out at a horrible time, and I think that's when my PS3 broke. Oh, because... I don't remember. Friend of the show, friend of the channel, Billy, as you know, to real deathly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He claims Origins is his favorite. I love all of them. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say yeah. great things about Origins. Yeah, he says Origins is his favorite. I, I, I all the, And I know, at least I'm aware, that's a pretty unpopular opinion because I know that was made by Warner Brothers um, and not by Rocksteady. Sorry, WB, yeah, Warner Brothers Montreal. My bad. Yeah. Um, but, hmm. So to put a little pin on uh, this whole Arkham conversation, I think if Rocksteady has been taking this time right. to really flesh out a next-gen experience, very ambitious, like the rumors say, and it is the Justice League game to the Square Enix Avengers game, I think year one would be a realistic thing for it. Yeah. If not, if they still need more time to cook, a successor for the WB Montreal Arkham Origins, like a sequel to that, mm. would also be welcome. Right. I'd be happy with that. But I think we get a pretty substantial DC game, if not at launch, year one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you got to imagine, too, like how they've been so like heads down, not giving details, not talking about it at all for this long. 
it's it's got to be a big deal. Like something's it's got to be big, you know. Yeah. It's 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 it, it's got to be something big. Yeah, cuz like they could have been taking all this time to make multiple cities. They could be making like Yeah. Cuz if you have those very distinct characters, if you have to like make full skill trees and full Arkham scale progression systems for Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Superman, it's going to take time. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Hmm. But so the opposition of me playing Arkham, right, is bumming, not bumming, excuse me, bum rushing. Well, not whatever, through another game uh, that uh, I know is short. It's about six, seven hours long, I've heard. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a little game called Order 1886, right? And th- again, you all probably know, if you don't know, I tried to play it uh, a few years back and it just wasn't clicking with me i got in i want to say two hours i want to say i got maybe two maybe maybe like an hour and a half in it just i don't know if it wasn't the time just wasn't just was not feeling it you know what i'm saying um so i do want to go back to it uh and just play through it just one sitting just once to do it it's only six hours i can do that's fine on like a day off i it might be tomorrow who knows but um you know I do want to give it a fair shake again because I know like a lot of people definitely do enjoy that game, even in spite of its issues and stuff like that and its shortcomings, whatever. Um, but I at least want to give it its fair shake because I feel like from the people that love 1886, I think in 1887 or the sequel to whatever they would call it um, would 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 do well for day one, you know. And I think it could also show off like it could be like kind of. In us, because I I don't think we're gonna get a GT launch date, right? Like like I'm pretty sure GT isn't coming out day one. Like you Grand know? Turismo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To have like a to have like a racing game to like show off. You know, there may be like a third party EA Need for Speed, whatever. But like, um, I think if they put out like an order game, I think that could show off. That could be the game that replaces the need or and like the main kind of example for showing off the console's graphics you know and have that be kind of order of like showing off like the how powerful the ps5 is in terms of like a graphics standpoint you know what i'm saying obviously not one to one but i think order one of its biggest praises that it looks beautiful right i mean yeah so um but i and then like, like another thing too it was about six months ago i think it was around christmas time um playstation set, sent ready at dawn uh a like a recreation of the oh my god what's it called the uh the like rifle in the game it's a famous name god uh, tesla tesla yeah yeah that yeah that thing yeah. and so i feel like you know to for for sony and playstation to send that studio that right obviously it could be just you know hey thanks for making that game or that whatever but i think that could also be lending to them no and them like doubling down on this studio being the home for that game and kind of could be telling of like they are they could be working on the sequel, you know, but who knows? So who knows? As someone who one of my twenty platinums is the Order eighteen eighty six. I also I, got my first platinum. I forgot to tell you. Oh yeah, uh, Tails, right? I did. I was like, I was like, wait, that's a weird icon. I'm like, is that a platinum? <laughs> what is this? And I checked. I'm like, holy shit, it's a platinum. Very very interesting. You know what? Honestly. I was I was wanting to save my first platinum for a very special game, 
but I'll give it the tails. You know what I'm saying? I will, I will, I will give it the tails. Great game. So, um, yeah. So as somebody who platinumed the order, right? I am gonna counter one of the things you said because mm. I think the biggest problem with the order and why it was received the way it was was because of how early it came out in the PS4 life cycle. Really? I think if that game came out after Uncharted 4, like after we got our big, like arguably the first big, because like Bloodborne has more of a niche audience, but like after the first big PlayStation single player exclusive game. Yeah, definitely Uncharted. If it came out after that, I feel like it would have been received better because... At the PS4 launch, we didn't have a PlayStation third-person, over-the-shoulder story narrative-based game yet. You know, like everybody likes to be like Last of Us, God of War, Uncharted, that kind of thing. Yeah, we didn't have one of those yet, and there was a lot of pressure on the order to deliver that experience. I think the order is so cool because of the way it presents its world, like it deals with the Knights of the Round Table and myths that you're like casually familiar with, but done in a very unique way. Right. And it's very tight. It feels like an awesome miniseries with just some really, like, okay, serviceable combat in between. Um, some co- really cool set pieces. And I think if you try to expand on that too much, you might lose some of that tightness of the order. Where I think maintaining that tightness and maintaining that really, like, solid play in a couple nights experience coming out at launch again i feel like might hurt it mm. but regardless i would love to see a sequel because i'm not going to spoil it but that game ends on like a cliffhanger yeah that's that's what i hear too that like the ending is like definitely you know needing a sequel or some some sort of a continuation of that story D- would you call it eight and eighty seven is is I, that what you want is, or like i there... don't know because you have an interesting thing here where you could tackle it like Assassin's Creed, where you just pick up with this Knights of the Roundtable um, society at right. different points in time. Okay. But with the character you have as the lead, the player character, mm-hmm. where his story leaves off, it is like sequel bait. It's like it, it is just sequel bait. being like next time on like it's yeah. it seems like it's waiting f- to pick up that thread right so if they wanted to get a fresh start on it and then maybe do what you're saying like really flesh it out make it more in line with a god of war or an uh a last of us or uncharted as far as the scope goes right maybe they want to pick a different time period to pick up with this type of world but it would be cool to see where that guy's story goes yeah yeah i just think it deserves a sequel well i just think it would be good i would be excited <laughs> for it and i would get the sequel probably yeah one. yeah yeah even though because i really yeah. had a blast with my right. time with it i'm gonna play through it i'll let y'all know how i how i enjoy it i'll let you know i'll definitely play through it but what is the next playthrough of a game that you want to play on ps5 good sir the next playthrough i want to do i'm at like uh, next game the segways are not doing it today See, this is where I'm a little conflicted. Mm. Are you stuck between two games? No, I'm stuck with trying to pick a game. Interesting. Mm. Because 
I really think Horizon's a lock. Right. Um, I think playing through Batman and just all the smoke about it makes sense. But it's it's strange because like I don't want to say Ghost of Tsushima because I feel like no. that's I'll leave, not man. obvious but like kind of up in the air. You know. Is it? Um, yeah. Wait. Yeah, that's something that we haven't even talked about, really, which, you know, there has been a lot of news to talk about Ghost of Tsushima, but could that be a PS5 launch? I guess technically, At yes. This point? I guess it's technically, I definitely see it, but... Yeah. Hmm. Like, at this point, I feel like it might be, because... Which is interesting, because I don't see it as a launch style, but okay. You know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. S- Second don't Son know. was also a launch title, you know? And it's like... Very true. I, well, I mean, it wasn't. I, I mean, launch, launch window. window. But, yeah, yeah. Because, like, think about it this way. If the game we know, right, Last of Us Part Two, indeed, presumably coming out in the first four months of next year. Yeah. Do you put another huge PlayStation title in the summer, or do you wait for launch of PS Five? When you put it like that, yes, you would. You would put it out in the fall of PS5. Yeah, absolutely. Because Death Stranding is this fall. Indeed. I don't think they would just randomly be like, oh, Tsushima's coming out in December. Like, (laughs) by the way, guys. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's it's just hard to nail down. Like, I could totally see that. Like, if they're full, like, very, very confident in the, the quality of Tsushima, maybe that gets the Last of Us treatment of, like, yeah, May, June. It's the swan song. It's the final one. And then if Horizon's ready, that's the launch title for PS5. I don't know. I feel like it's a safer bet to launch a new system with a sequel to Horizon than with a brand new IP. Personally, like I know some people are really excited about the idea of new IP on new hardware. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Like Tsushima puzzled yeah, me. It's super. Yeah. Where does Tsushima land? Or does Tsushima take the Horizon 2 spot as being, like, the the PlayStation exclusive to be day one on PS5, and then Horizon Zero 2 gets the the Second Sun PS4 slot of being in, like, a March, around February, where they originally launched Horizon, you know? Mm-hmm. So, something like that. I could, possibly that could be a thing. I could, I could see that. Considering yeah. that we've already seen Ghost of Tsushima, and we've not seen Horizon 2, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so hmm, I can see that, but another one that we forgot to mention, I guess this could be like our last one that, you know, we, we bring up is, um, whatever the new studio in San Diego is working on the new PlayStation studio in San Diego, which we don't even have a name for. We haven't heard mentioned the fish. Well, we, we have job listings, of course. Like we like know it's a thing, but it hasn't been talked about of what they're working on in terms of like games and projects and stuff like that. And the last big rumor that we got was um, it's another Uncharted. It's like a Uncharted studio. Well, not Uncharted studio, but like they're working on Uncharted. You yes. know? And Naughty Dog stepping back from Uncharted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we've had discussions about this in the past. Um, I think, I personally, I don't think the Uncharted name can only be done well from Naughty Dog. I think right. Uncharted could be done well from a variety of different people because uncharted when i think of uncharted at this point even i don't necessarily just think of nathan drake i just think of adventure 
real fun story, mm-hmm. awesome set pieces, absolutely blast play, and cool characters. Yeah. So, I I think, and like we've seen other people tackle Uncharted before. There was the uh, Sony Ben game yep. that a lot of people like more than the first Uncharted. Oh, game. I do, hundred percent. Golden Abyss yeah. is better than Uncharted One, and that's facts. I'm sorry, but and then also we got an, like an Uncharted with not Nathan Drake in it. Exactly. With, yeah. Yeah. So. So I I think. I think it's safe to say that, especially if that movie does well, yeah. in the next five years, we <sighs> do have a new Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, and like, I I don't see PlayStation and Sony stepping back from Uncharted, even though oh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uncharted 4 was the end of, you know, Drake's story. I don't think, I think like this is why they had this new studio and why they are looking to keep up Uncharted, even though it's not from Naughty Dog. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, like, who knows how that'll go, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I think there is a chance that it could be bad, but I think it's unlikely that it'll be bad just because, you know, Uncharted, like you said, like, it is a... It's specific, not about the gameplay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a... It's a... It's kind of... You could... You can see an Uncharted game and, like, think of one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By pretty much like well, not any studio, but like it's, it's a thing that can be done from yeah. not just Naughty Dog, is what I'm yes. saying. I guess you know what I'm saying, and we've have that proven. Yeah, with... and I very recently on our Discord, I had a conversation with Starks. I was saying that shout out um, Starks, shout out to Starks, boy, shout out. I think if the story of Uncharted wasn't as fun as it was, um, especially that first game, if that story was not as great, I think I could see it being like a seven out of ten. Yeah, maybe a high six. Because, well, like, the the gameplay and the moment-to-moment gameplay of Uncharted is not unique, you know? It's just the way, like, the positions they put you in. It's just monster closets, but it's, like, what's happening around you is what makes it cool. Yeah. So, I, again, I don't think it's that's an, ex, like, exclusive Naughty Dog thing. Because other games have done that since then. Um, whereas something like The Last of Us, I feel like, is much more tied to Naughty Dog because it's so focused on those characters where uncharted is like ensemble casts lots of different people right. people coming in and out uh if they did on uncharted from the studio though what I, like if we want to talk dreams mm. uh make it sully when he was like drake's age mm, okay that'd be fun okay yeah i mean they fight nazis or something yeah <laughs> cool i was thinking just like knee jerk it's Sully and Sam, and what they go off and do after Uncharted Four, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe, See, but I don't know. I feel like if they wanted to do something with that thread, they'd wait, because I feel really? like okay. And I know this is just turning into an Uncharted discussion. We can move on, but right. Um, I think, like Kratos style, if you want to do like a reveal for the future of that series, a few years from now, I think. If you save that, it has more weight. Where if you explore more Chloe stuff or more Sully stuff when he was younger or fleshing out the supporting cast of Uncharted, I feel like that's a good way to keep the feeling of Uncharted and the name of Uncharted in a good light and in the public eye mm. still. And then if you want to do an Uncharted 5, right. then you have more of a, oh my god, or, moment. Or... Hear me out, right? We we get Nolan North, right? We're like, listen, son. 
not son, but man. <laughs> you you gotta start smoking a lot more than you already do. I don't know if you smoke cigarettes, but smoke a lot more, right? We're gonna need you to do that. We will come call you in fifteen years, okay? Because you need to age a little bit, right? Then we get <laughs> Uncharted Five, right? Can you recall the God of War reveal, right? Where we have Atreus outside, you know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. Now swap that with the daughter, right? She's she's probably like a little bit older, you know what I'm saying? And then she walks into the house, old man Nathan Drake. See, that's what I was saying. Voice. I didn't yeah. want to say that part of it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but Well, I mean, you know. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I think... It's not like a new Uncharted game isn't out of the question. Don't know if it'd be a launch title, no but I at least expect to see what that studio is working on around the time of PS5 news. Yeah, if if we don't know what they're working on by the time PS5 comes out, I'll be shocked because I'm like, man, what's going on? I got one last thing mm. Give it that to I, I, I thought of earlier, but I didn't know if I wanted to bring up. So... Bluepoint Games. Interesting studio to bring up. Are, yes, they are notable for reimagining some fan favorites. They did the very excellent Nathan Drake collection mm-hmm. that I feel like made the first game better. Um, so they did the Nathan Drake collection. They also did Shadow of the Colossus, which is one of the best games of all time. They did a remake of that and just made it even better. Brought it to modern standards, made it look very pretty. And they kept, they've kept saying since Shadow of the Colossus, their next game is the biggest game they've done. Right. It's not an original game, but it is the biggest game project they've worked on. Okay. And the rumor is, like I mentioned earlier, Demon Souls. Mm. A ground-up, reimagining a remake. Don't know how much From Software would be involved, but a reimagining of the game that kicked off the Souls craze. Because from what I'm aware of of Demon Souls, it was very ambitious. There were some wild systems in there. Uh, it was one of the first asymmetrical, or not even asymmetrical, it's not the right term. There was this moment in the game where you reach a boss right. in like your line of bosses in the game. And the boss is just another player at that same point as you. And you have to beat them. I didn't even know. Wow. They just spit it into your game. Like it was crazy ambitious there was this thing called like world tendency which they kind of like picked up on in uh sekiro where decisions you make can like make the world like decay and like have harder enemies or things like that that vary based on your performance as a player um and it was like i said it pioneered the souls like genre because it was demon souls it was the first souls game so a lot of people think that's what blue point's working on I think that if you want that Bloodborne-like experience, if you want that From Software exclusive, mm-hmm. um, I think Demon Souls makes sense as a remaster remake thing, and it would be another way to vary the launch lineup. Yeah, yeah. Because Shadow is, what, 2018? Shadow... I, I think she had the remake of Shadow of the Colossus 2018. 2018 sounds right. Wait, was it so, last year? Yeah. It's been a little, so it's been wow. by the time PS5 comes out it, it seems longer years. than last year but hmm. all right. Yeah. So like 2 years is a little shorter but like if they're not 
I said ground up, but if they're not doing ground up, if they're just fixing things and making it look nicer, who knows? I, I think it could be a solid thing to have at launch. Yeah, I see. I see. Also another exclusive. You're right. It is. So. Very much so. Indeed. PS5 launch styles. Mm-mm-mm. Do you have any more? Or is that I'm it? trying to think of anything that I can think of. Because um, I do have a question I want to answer in the chat once we're done. Bring back Wipeout. Bring back Yeah, Ridge I think Racer. a lot of those make sense for launch. <laughs> like, I think Wipeout yeah. is solid. I think, like you said, Housemark. I think a new Housemark game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think yeah, I, um, I see that. The obvious, like, games as a service games are probably going to be there day one. Like, yeah. Fortnite, Warframe. Um, I think it makes it also interesting to the fact that, like, not that we've never had a console gen start with backwards compatibility. Obviously, that was a that was the thing that happened before. But um, I wonder how that will kind of shake up how they view launch titles. Yeah. In terms of like, hey, like maybe we don't have to put, you know, not that they would put lackluster stuff, but like as much effort and attention to launch styles because everyone that buys a PS5 can play their PS4 games. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I don't know how that will affect it or even if it will affect it, but I could see I mean, that possibly being something that they're factoring in. You know, if that's the scenario for me personally, I think I'd probably wait for a PS5 purchase. Mm. Yeah. Because if the selling point is like, hey, you can play your PS4 games on this thing day one, and like maybe we have a couple indie games and like one big AAA third party game, right. but like if the selling point is like, hey, you can play Death Stranding on it again, it's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll just wait until there's something I can't play on my PS4 that I really want, like play- Horizon 2 or Spider Man 2 or Justice League. Because I'm like I'm not super dead set on getting rid of or like p- packing up my PS4, you know. Yeah. Like I still think if they wanted to wait another year or two, even I think I'd be fine. But I think launch lineup for me is going to be important. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think I've ever, at least like, with my own money and in my own memory of buying things as a person who has money right i don't think i've ever bought a console day one Mm. Hmm. um i think i may have gotten my gamecube close to launch as a kid maybe but that was like christmas of the year of uh maybe because i don't remember when that launched but like handhelds i don't think i've ever got day one switch i got year one playstation 4 i got um 2014 with a gta port gotcha gotcha i um i'm trying to think Vita, I got day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oops, P- Jeez, I am so sick and tired of this Vita slander. Anyway. I mean, hey, <laughs> now you got to switch light. You can just really put that Vita to rest. It's the exact same thing, but just wow. better. Wow. It doesn't wow. have a chart on it, but it's got Breath of the Wild. So. The Vita will never leave my backpack until I die. Anyway, um, uh, PS4, I got the first week. It wasn't launch day. If I remember correctly, because or did the, because uh, I know I got it on Black Friday that year, and I believe the PS4 launched a week prior. I believe I'm not 100 percent sure. Could have been the same day as Black Friday, but that was when I got my PS5 four. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Checking up. I mean, right now I'm dead set on getting PS5 day one pre-orders. Up, I'm gonna get it. Like that's that's yeah. you know, but um, I'm not sure. Very very interesting, but. I guess we'll see what the launch titles are. You know, maybe we'll get a 
PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale port. <laughs> yeah, but I do think um, two last things I want to shout out. Mm. One, I think we could probably see that Predator multiplayer game maybe around then. Right. That got announced. Um, and two, you made me think of this. I could definitely see them promoting backwards compatibility and being like, hey, if you subscribe to this service, you can download almost like what a selection of games from PS1, 2, 3, and 4 mm. day one. And I think like maybe they could view that as enough, but for me, that wouldn't be enough to upgrade yeah, day one. I, I think it's nice. I don't think it's enough to maybe go buy the console. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. So I definitely feel you on that. Like it's it's a nice thing to have, obviously. But like once they announce the backwards compatibility details, right. it's gonna start gathering a collection of PS3 and PS2 games. But yeah. like, um, yeah, that wouldn't be enough for me for day one. Right. So. Right. right. But uh, that is gonna do it for our discussion about the PS5 launch titles. We want to see. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Obviously, the chat was very active today popping off with some recommendations i saw someone shout out a bungee game um horizon we were talking about bloodborne mm-hmm. 2 ratchet clank clearly mm-hmm. lots of uh crossover with our thoughts in the communities but uh specifically i wanted to address isaiah coleman's question mm. do you think that spider-man ps4 is better than the batman games interesting question um as i have not played the batman game i cannot comment so I don't know, because, like, Spider-Man is, like... I think the Arkham Batman and Spider-Man PS4 are both my favorite versions of those characters. But, uh... It's a hard decision. Arkham City is just so good. And... (laughs) I think Spider-Man may get the edge because of the traversal, but the story in the Arkham games, especially City, blows Spider-Man out of the water. Really? The... Yeah, the story in Arkham City is... I'm not exaggerating, a 10 out of 10... Oh, and the story dude. in Spider-Man, we talked. Yeah, we yeah. yeah, we we know about the story. Yeah, like high eight. Yeah, yeah, mid high eight. Yeah, but that's my thoughts on it. I am hopeful that you play it soon, so we can have a good chat about the Arkham games because uh, they're good games. But I will until then, get to it. Definitely get to it. If people want to dec- follow you on what you decide to play next, where can they follow you? They can follow me right here below on my lower third at the KDS one two three. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, you know. You might see my impressions on Batman this week, Order 1886. Oh, wow. Order 1886, that, you know. Are we going to stream it? I know I said that a lot, but maybe, perhaps, you never know. Uh, and, Batman. Huh? I said I'd love to see you stream Batman. That'd be cool. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We might have to make that happen. I don't know. But uh, also, yeah, you can uh, follow me on there for all those opinions and, uh, you know, my uh, uh, right now, re-sparked obsession with Jaden Smith. Shout out to him. And yeah, that's that. There we go. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris N. Buckley. Uh, here every week on Mondays. Uh, check out our Discord in the description as well as the link to our Twitter mm. and uh, podcast services where you can listen to the audio feeds of this show. Uh, and Road, Road to Part 2. Road to Part 2 as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was only thinking of Sleep Slot, but I knew that wasn't on there. And um, youtube.com slash joyclicks and podcast services. Today was the final episode of Excelsior, my Marvel podcast wait, that wait. I have done over the past few months. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, that was a good one. RIP. So shout out to that. But uh, until next time, as always, greatness awaits. Yeah.